Welcome back to the Break It Down for Brackens podcast. We have a very special guest today, Stephanie Hoddle. She puts the hot in Hoddle as well as the hot in Hot Mess. She is the owner of Steel Magnolias located at Hot Mess Farms. Acres, yes. Acres, Hot Mess Acres. Mm -hmm. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Stephanie, I believe, was our second or third podcast ever. This was before COVID. So we are having her on to just touch base and see what has grown and what has changed with her flower shop. So Steph, what has been going on since before COVID? So pre-COVID, I guess that's when we did this two years ago. Right? More, more than that, but yeah. Yeah, two, three years ago. Um, business has probably tripled. Wow. Since COVID. Um, and because it's like another three years that I've been in the area. But you're not new. No, not new. This will be 20 years this September that I've been doing this, but six years in the area. Right. But I was kind of still getting off like my feet three years ago when we talked the first time. As an independent As flower an shop. independent right? flower shop, yes. Home-based nice. flower shop. So I don't know what happened to flower sales during COVID. I know how it affected Bracken's painting. Um, what were some adjustments or moves that you had to make with uh, COVID hitting? So when COVID hit in what, March? Mm -hmm. That was right before uh, Mother's Day, which is in May. They stopped all shipping because things shut down all over the world. So literally no flowers could come in because I get them from everywhere. Ecuador, Holland, all over the world. They end up in Pennsylvania before they come to me. That's where my wholesale is. But they stopped everything. So I Did you freak out? Well, yeah, because Mother's Day is like my second biggest holiday of the year besides Valentine's Day. Right. So literally was not taking orders, nothing, because I could not get any flowers in. And you think around here in our area, it's not like I could just go out and cut. The season hasn't even started, so I couldn't right. even go cut flowers anywhere. Um, but a week before Mother's Day, they lifted uh, and let shipping go out literally like a week before so i had no really no prep time because my prep time was based on stressing out that i wasn't going to even be able to do anything but they lifted it and i was able to i still had a really good outcome for mother's day good but it was it was pretty stressful right um were when you were on the podcast before mm -hmm. i think you may have had one or two seasonal helpers how are you doing with staffing because that's been a challenge for everybody during covid but in particular with what almost would be a startup flower shop going legit. How did you handle the staffing challenges? So mostly, you know, I'm pretty independent. So I was doing things by myself. I have had help. Staffing is an issue. I am looking to hire people uh, for the business, whether it's designer, assistant manager, things like that to help get there. But it is about finding the people that want to learn or are already doing it that know what they're you know know what they're doing in this business and to get to that point that's tough but you, you could train somebody to help to i guess arrangements maybe yeah or? absolutely so i've done classes before on that um either one-on-one -on -one, just because they wanted to learn but if someone wanted to stay in the business and actually help run the business i'm always you know i'm fine with literally Tra training training someone. yeah yeah because yeah. you have to start somewhere i mean i got some hands-on training when i started but I literally just looked at pictures and things like that is where, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. Sure. I started sweeping the floor and answering the phone. Right. That's how I started in the flower shop world. Mm -hmm. And then to be doing this today. So I'm all about teaching somebody. So to some extent from one season to the next, it could be just you by yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like seasonal, seasonal times. Like I said, Valentine's day, mother's day and fall and Christmas. They're really busy. I mean, Again, seasonal, just like with anything else. If you could guess, how many orders do you think you process per year? Well, I can I could actually tell you the exact number. Okay, <laughs> hit, yeah, hit me. So, okay, so Valentine's Day this year, I think it was six. I think it was six fifty six. Don't quote me, but six fifty six, and I think Mother's Day was it was also six, but I think it was like six forty six, six hundred forty six range. I post my totals every year. It's kind of like a thing I do. Yeah. Because when I first started over here, I was like, oh my God, Valentine's Day, I had like 30 some orders, right? And I was like, oh, I'm so exhausted. 30. Oh, my house. 
My, yeah, 30, right? And then now I do like five and 600 orders between the 13th and the 14th. But I always post my totals every year in the mess of a shop. I have my chalkboard in there. It's like a thing I do every single that's year. That's super cool. Yeah. That's, for a, great Valentine's, way, that's a great way of sharing your volume. Yeah, Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. And it's not a, it's not like a toot my own horn, like, oh, I did this so many orders. But it kind of, I mean, in a way, it kind of is. It's an is. interesting number, and, and it gives people perspective. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm proud of myself for that's doing that. That's why it's a little bit yeah. of a hot mess sometimes. And it, it is a total hot mess. And that's why I said some people <laughs> show up to the shop now because that's another thing that's changed I literally have a lot more people that come to the shop mm -hmm. um, and the wagon compared to back before. People would like show up in my driveway and they're like calling me and they're like, I don't understand. I'm at a house. Why yeah, is, like, is why it... am I here? It's a, it's, but, a, it's a farm. It's not really a house. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. no, it's like a big property. But now I have started out like one person a week. Now I can have anywhere between three to ten people a day. Nice. So that's a big thing that's changed for me. And I'm always like in the garage working. But to some extent, you you could say you're probably averaging at least, by average, 10, 10 orders a day? Oh, yeah. And that was my goal, which is something else I'm really excited about because I remember doing like 10 a week. Right. And I was like, oh, I'd really like to get to 10 a day. And then I got to 10 a day and I was like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? But average, yes. Sometimes it's more than that. But that's generally what it's what it's gotten to now. How's your funeral business? Funeral game is strong. <laughs> um, funeral business is really good. I've actually gotten um, kind of like contracts with the local funeral homes. Mm -hmm. So, um, how many funeral homes? Well, there's three here in town, mm -hmm. um, and all three of them use me, but primarily the two of them. The other one we don't we don't use as that one's not as used as much. I understand. Um, but everyone calls me like, hey. You know, they recommended you, and they've added me to their website now. Very nice. So when they, so they're getting rid of the online flower shops that are on there that they used before, right? To put me on there, so That's it's actually really a local person. So that makes me feel really good. That's awesome, yeah. Um, but you know, they, I mean, funerals happen every day, or right. you know, it's. I don't know. That's always a big, and I and I love making funeral pieces. That's like one of my favorite things to do, but. That business has picked up tremendously too, and I love doing that. Um, well, if you want somebody who cares about flowers, that's you. Tell me about your wedding business part of it. Okay, so, well, like I said, I was telling you a little bit earlier, but weddings, I've probably done like 10,000. This is my 20th year of designing in September. It will be 20 years for me, so I probably did like 10,000 weddings total. When I first started, I did it with other people. And then I've been doing it by myself for years, even when I was at the other shop that I worked for. And every single wedding that I do now is still like my first wedding. Like I told you, I get like sweaty palms. And because this is a big deal for me, this is like the biggest, happiest day of their life. Right. One of them. They're going to be looking at these flowers and these pictures for years. People are going to talk about, I mean, they talk, it's all attention to detail on weddings. So, and that's an important part of it. So... Well, I love how you say that you still get sweaty palms and you get nervous oh, for nervous every wreck. single one. I'm literally a nervous wreck the day and people that have gone with me to help me, they're like, Stephanie, like you're literally acting like this is either like my wedding right. or like I'm like the mother of the bride or whatever. But I'm like, literally, I'm like throwing myself in here because I'm like, this is like such a big deal. I've spent sometimes even the ones that I've spent only like two weeks with a bride, like two weeks before, because I have a lot of elopements this year. Okay. A lot. Um, or ones that have plans like two years out, I feel like I'm pretty invested. Right. I mean, because they literally come to my home and meet with me multiple times throughout those year or two. We're friends and I'm like, oh, here, it'll be me like screwing up their big day. But like, I just get like that. I just get super nervous, but. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's not <laughs> negative. It means that you care. Yeah, it means that you're, you're providing such a great service. I do care. And that's in a lot of things. That's probably like the biggest compliment I get. Like when people leave me my reviews and things is mm -hmm. literally, I put my heart and soul into every single arrangement. And I think that's like the biggest compliment. That's, that's really, that's really yeah. cool. What are some other occasions people don't always think to send flowers that you're seeing? I don't think there ever needs to be an actual occasion. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, of course, there's the birthday, the get well, thinking of you, anniversary, all those things. But there's the just because. Oh, yeah. Um, bouquets. And then I, you know, I, like I said, it just, and it doesn't even have to be for someone else. It can literally just be for yourself. I had, a, like I said, 
Someone ordered flowers. I posted that it was just because, and she put, she wanted to order flowers, but she didn't have an occasion. And I told her she didn't need an occasion. She could just do just because. And now she wants like, I think every two weeks she said, or once a month or something, she's going to do just because flowers for herself because they make her feel better. That's so nice. Yeah, it is nice. That's so, so nice. <laughs> it is nice. Um, how have you, uh, so ordering flowers, when I think of how massive the scale would be based on how you educated me in the last podcast, mm -hmm. and then to have COVID hit where the supply chain is so probably crippled and you're dealing with a perishable item, Mm -hmm. What are some of the challenges you're having with ordering now that gives some perspective as to whether you've had maybe some price changes or delays or you can't always do what's being requested? So some things with that have changed. And I guess that is like the other side that I still honestly take for granted because I expect like, okay, I call my wholesale. I order these flowers. I do this every single day of the week. I order flowers for the next day to come in. Wait a minute. Break, break that down again. So okay, you order wholesale every single day. Every single day. I don't get flowers in, you know, Tuesday, which is the day I open, and they're there until Saturday. I don't do that. I don't hold my flowers. I literally get fresh flowers in every single day up until Saturday morning. Wow. So I order a lot from them, you know? But with that being said, I call my wholesaler, Bill is my, is my rep, and I'm like, okay, I need this. Just give him the breakdown of what I'm looking for. If I have special orders, you know, for funerals or for a wedding that weekend or however, but then I need to think of the extras that I have. But then right now, like I said, with COVID, shipping is still a little wonky Okay. from getting overseas, which is where pretty much everything comes from during certain months of the year, except summer. Summertime, I get local boxes, which is from local all around the United States, is okay. what they say. So they come in these boxes um, every single week of those flowers. But the other ones, we also got, I don't, I say we, but me, I'm having issues right now with something as small as baby's breath. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, why is it an issue to get baby's breath? Baby's breath has been around for a hundred years. What's the issue? Well, because the farms are shutting down in Ecuador. Do you and I think about that? Uh -uh. No. What does it matter to me if I don't think about, you know what I mean? Like we don't think about that stuff. And they're shutting down, but they the, don't have enough people probably. People and the weather over there. Okay. Um, just like some of the flooding that we've had, you know, down south and things like that. The weather over there has been crazy. I mean, they just had snow like two months ago. It doesn't hmm. snow in Ecuador. Right. It did. And they're sending me pictures of it. So what does that do for their crops that have never experienced that before? And then what else did they say? And, and this is my wholesale rep telling me this, but um, with the government, mm. they're facing a lot of you know government issues over there and shutting things down on their end. And I've heard goes, the same thing about recently. Actually, yeah, so about it changes because whatever they can't get, that means I can't get. Right. But I mean, it's limited. But as long as I have a little bit more time, I'm pretty good with getting. But the cost has significantly gone up just like i guess everything else right are you adjusting your prices i think you should be <laughs> everyone says i should be and everyone meaning like my friends and family that i talk to but i still don't charge i think what is expected of me to charge i have increased i have taken a little bit more I guess it would be pride in what I do and feeling like I'm putting all this extra into it. So I, I should be charging what it should be charged. I usually just, it's basically double, but the actual markup that I should be charging and what people charge in shops, other flower shops are five times the amount of what they bought it for. Right. And I, I don't do that. Things have gone up. I do have delivery charges now to certain areas. Local, I don't. Funeral homes, I don't. Things have increased, yes, but my prices haven't really increased as much. That sounds like a conversation for a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, setting up, <laughs> determining what your prices should be, and then setting them at a level that you don't feel like you have to raise them for quite a while. Yeah. Capitalizing on profit and your hard work, being being compensated for your hard work and expertise. Yeah. I mean, while... there's a lot to think, but like I said, I think... You know, if I do this bouquet for this amount of dollars for this person who's never ordered from me before, 
that's what their budget is. That's what they can do. And I'm like, I, I always have a minimum. Like, I've always had my minimum. And my minimum has gone up. What but is your minimum? 55. Okay. It was like 35, but that was like three, four years ago. Good. So that is, that is a price increase. Yeah. So, and people always ask me, like I said, you know, well, I haven't ordered flowers before, or I haven't ordered flowers in 20 years. Tell me what your normal amounts are for this occasion or this, this, and this. And I will tell them those numbers. You know what I mean? But I figured once I get one and they just want to try the minimum, that's what I had a lady tell me the other day. Well, we'll try your minimum and see what that looks like. If this is good and everything's good to go, then we'll put you in our book and we'll keep you and we'll increase. I started doing that and now I have like a weekly uh, veterinarian office that uses me. They got one and now they send bouquets. Let me tell week. you something about that. <laughs> I was in Ortega's having lunch. I think it was Taco Tuesday mm -hmm. right at lunchtime. And I think I heard their staff come in and they were talking about your flowers. Oh. I meant to give you that feedback. I forgot to let you know, but I heard them talking about it and all that. And I was like, what a strong move. Great touch. It's yeah. always good when you hear people talking good about your business. Yeah. No, it does make me feel really good. And it still, it, it makes me feel good. And then, like I said, I still get kind of like embarrassed sometimes. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like people were, I was actually at a baby shower this weekend mm -hmm. for a family member, but I had just did funeral pieces for like the extended family, but I had, I haven't seen them since I was kids. Mm-hmm. And they were all sitting there talking about steel magnolias because I also made the flowers for the baby shower. And they were like, oh, well, steel magnolias just did and Stephanie did. And I'm literally like sitting at the next table. And my aunt Angie was like, well, this is Stephanie, like from this is steel magnolias. And I'm like, oh, like I kind of cringe, but I'm like, it's so happy. Like I was like eavesdropping on their conversation, but they were very happy with what I had done for that. And then the baby shower. It's like flowers. a nice so, in-person anonymous review. That's yeah, really it cool. is really nice. And it's actually, I've heard my name and stuff mentioned more in the last year or two than before. Like I, I feel like I'm like, wow, like people really know who I am and what my <laughs> flowers are now. My personal opinion of how it appears, mm -hmm. which you may not see it, you know, forest for the trees kind of thing is that you've been able to come through COVID, mm -hmm. increase the size of your company by four or five X. Mm -hmm. What I would want to know is, are you establishing the systems to move forward without losing any traction or having downtime? I mean, I'm always game to move forward. You know, like I, I'm one of those people like I've hit rock bottom, like, rock bottom business rock bottom life rock bottom everything i've been that way since i was a kid i feel like but then i got told one time you can only go up like there's only one way like you can't go down any further you can only go up right. i'm always looking to move forward and we've talked about that before with leaving the farm and having you know what i mean another you know retail spot or however um and i'm always willing to like think about things like that or evolve or change <laughs> or I mean, anything, anything forward and positive for my business. I'm, I'm pretty much game plan for that. It, you know, it's, it's riddled with anxiety <laughs> and it's probably one of my biggest anxieties when it comes to professionalism and business. Mm -hmm. I try to be in a position to capitalize on almost any level of opportunity that might come my way. Yeah. And what for that what that means is i have to have autonomous systems inside my current company or companies that will allow me to pivot the entire thing without it ruffling the the systems right yeah and i heard a great analogy um a business owner in town was like a tv producer came in today and was discussing with me uh the option of using their location to film a show mm. and Ultimately, it wasn't chosen, mm -hmm. but the way she put it was the next time a TV producer from Hollywood comes into my shop, mm -hmm. I need to make sure I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's profound. It's yeah. deep. Mm -hmm. And it sets a bar. It's like, because if she was surfing, she missed the wave. Right. The other opportunity would be the wave crushes her, mm -hmm. which means she took on something she was not ready for. Right. Then there's that sweet spot of being in the middle mm -hmm. and taking on that sort of opportunity and stride. And I wonder what the next opportunity for you is going to be. And are you mm -hmm. cleaning up the hot mess 
so that it's just a brand and you can (laughs) actually capitalize when it comes up what are you what are you doing for your business structure actually when you said that i was like cleaning up the hot mess yeah so that's like a daily agenda cleaning up hot mess acres i mean yeah we live there we have a farm life we have kids you know what i mean so but from where you and i started before when we talked compared to now big things have changed at the farm you know what i mean but i've also went into changing and cleaning up there because i want and wanted to move to where I am now. Do you know what I mean? Nice, I didn't yeah. expect my business to be where it is now when I was talking to you three years ago. I thought it was, you know what I mean? Like, and in my head, I still had all these hopes and dreams and goals. I've met every single goal Boom. that I've set, yeah, set for myself. And now I have way more. Like I have bigger goals, you know? Like I thought they were big then and now I have even bigger goals and I've met them, but we, Do you want to share one of your favorites? Goal? Yeah. Well, just like, um, okay, I was struggling when I first started. I was like, oh, you know, to get an arrangement a week, right? And I remember having this conversation with my mom. I was like, mom, like I'm doing like three orders a day, you know? And that's still kind of when there was other shops in town too. So, you know what I mean? But I feel like, again, there's room for everybody. There's plenty of room here in this town. But I said, I'm going to get to the point one day where I'm going to like do 10 orders a day. And, and then boom, like I was doing, like once everything lifted after that, and then I started promoting myself just on Facebook. I don't have a website because I literally pride myself in not being a cookie cutter flower shop. My business took off and doing 10 orders a day. And that's like, that's nor that's a normal thing. And I was thinking, well, that was my goal to have that. I'm here. I've met that. Okay. So where are we going to go from here? And then it was okay, there's certain businesses around here that I'd like to do stuff for. Or like, I have like secret love businesses, I say. Like um, Hillbrook, mm-hmm. right up from my house. I literally see their property from my back field. Right. That's where I got married. You got married to Hillbrook? Uh-huh. Oh, I love it there. It's like a little Germany. Like, it's yeah. so, it doesn't even look like it belongs where it is. It's so perfect, so beautiful. Well, this past Mother's Day, the owner came out, the husband... And wanted to order flowers. He brought his two kids. They come into the shop, pick out all his flowers. He then proceeds to tell me, he's like, oh, well, I own. And I'm like, no way. I'm like, and then my stepmom was there with me. And she was literally like, oh, my gosh, because she knows I'm in love with that place. I literally take people there just to see it. Like, I think it's so beautiful, Right. right? Then he was like, oh, well, do these flowers for my, you know, my wife and my, you know, mother in law or mother, I think it was. And. I said, okay, so I did that order. Well, then literally after that, like a week later, I was out one day, come back in, and the wife is in the driveway. And I didn't recognize her because I'd never met her before, but I'd seen their vehicle. And I was like, wait a second. It was her, the owner of Hillbrook. She was like, I loved your flowers. I loved... So now I do weekly orders. That's awesome. To Hillbrook uh, for their concierge desk. But nice, then yeah. they put me on the website. Awesome. To do, like, when people go to the spa, like, husbands, oh, for an extra whatever, you can order a dozen roses to have delivered to your wife the day she comes in for a spa. Absolutely. So I literally, and it's so funny because here I am. I mean, you'd think 20 years of doing this, I still wouldn't get like this, but I do. I get so pumped. I'm literally, like, fangirling her because I'm like, I'm obsessed with your spot and your everything you do there, and it's fantastic. And then here she's asking me, me, to, like, be a part of this. So I got that. And then I've gotten, like I said, like the funeral homes. And so like things are like progressing and moving and I still am one person. Yes. But like I said, trying to find help and get people to want to do this with me and have the same passion that I do. I mean, that is a challenge. Oh, let's forget about it. Stephanie. Nobody's going to have the same passion. I know Nobody's going to truly want to care as it, much. But, know. you know, we could talk probably another podcast about uh, the nuances of hiring and how to establish the expectations of new yeah. staff. Like what should your expectations be of them genuinely? That way, <laughs> that way you're not disappointed when you don't, you may not get that fiery passion like, yeah. like you have and other business owners we've had on the podcast have. 
and, and I have. It's, and I mean, I get that because I didn't have that when I started. What no did way, I need right? that for? I was sweeping the floors and answering the phones. Like I literally was like, oh my God, these girls are so cool doing this. Like so cool. But I wanted nothing. I didn't even know what a daisy was. Right. You know what I mean? So it took some time to get there, but I'm a very patient person. And I'm like, I know the right person will come along. That's good. You know what I mean? That, yeah. But I, I had a goal similar to what you were saying about trying to score that Hillbrook kind of quote unquote contract. Mm-hmm. When I've been painting 11 years and uh, I was like, man, it'd be so cool if Rackens painting could paint an airport. It's just so huge. Mm -hmm. You know, even small ones are huge. Mm -hmm. And uh, this year we painted uh, a very small jet fuel farm at an airport. That's awesome. One of the smallest airports in creation. Yeah, who cares? That's awesome. But I checked that box. <laughs> yeah, you I marked like, it off. Painted an airport as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, that's really cool. What would be a, a, a really easy goal for you two that you have set that you could just you could just get done if you had the time oh i'll give you one of mine okay i'm just trying to rewrite i'll tell you two one's a little more technical i'm trying to rewrite work orders okay so how can i be more thorough with what has to get done on a job mm -hmm. communicate that to my foreman and my crew in one local place that they can get to even if they have crappy cell phone signal or whatever, like how can I get it to them? But keeping it paperless and electronic okay. and on a smartphone only, right? I gotcha. That's the first easy one that I should have wrapped up in the next two weeks. Well, good for you. Uh, well, I mean, it, <laughs> it, it isn't sexy, but it gets things done a little more efficiently and more attention to detail rather than just me scribbling notes inside of a calendar invitation mm -hmm. it doesn't it's that's where it's at now it's janky but i would like to clean that up and the other one i'm trying to clean up is which is again more technical but not extremely high level but i need to establish an official onboarding process for new hires mm -hmm. now we're not getting new hires constantly and we've hired every single person that's applied in the last year oh wow which no one's applying. It's like we're taking anybody. Yeah. And many of them were not a good fit. Mm -hmm. um, some of them were, but many of them have moved on. Um, and I'm wondering, how do I become a better HR slash recruiter slash onboarding person? Can I have a better onboarding system that takes that person who wants to learn and teaches them even on the smallest level of systematically, mm -hmm. just so I can follow up with, is the new person just being thrown to the wolves? Are they learning? Are they retaining? Are they finally making us money versus costing us money? So I'm trying to rebuild the onboarding platform and a new work orders system. What do you have on your list of to-dos that keeps getting pushed to the bottom because A, it's probably too easy, or B, <laughs> you just haven't gotten around to it yet? It's mainly haven't gotten around to it yet. I'm not a it's too easy kind of person, honestly. Uh -huh. I like to kind of think of everything as a challenge, kind of, when it comes to goals. You know what I mean? But it's probably, I kind of just push everything aside. You know what I mean? I'm right. like, oh, well, I'll get to this stuff later. 60% of my day, is, I'll get to this stuff later. <laughs> Which is hilarious because people ask me all the time, like, I don't know how you do all of this because I do a lot between the business and businesses. Right than the farm and just normal life. Um, but I have a big goal and I don't even know, I know where to start, but I haven't figured out how to start or I haven't, I haven't challenged myself enough to do it. And that's with the racetrack. With Summit Point or? I already work with Summit Point. Oh, wow. Well, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, you missed that. Excuse me. Um, I work with a lady at Summit Point who, uh, for when things happen to employees, families, sympathy-wise, right? Um, I do planters for them. Nice. Um, love then them. Then you're talking love about them. the casino. Oh yeah, because you think of Vegas, right? And you see, not that Charlestown is Vegas, right? But you see it, and like, what do you walk in those hotels and see? In, I've never in, been to Vegas. I just see videos. Yeah, it's, and, it's very ornate and flowery. Uh, yeah, like the wind there. Oh, the wind's insane. I've literally before I even knew what that was like I've seen the flowers there like I've can I blow your mind for a yeah. second because I am a Vegas connoisseur oh okay <laughs> I've been 14 or 15 times 
much I've... of which I don't recall. Okay. Because I well, like to have a good time say. in Vegas yeah. as an adult <laughs> playground. But the win, I think in the first year or two, mm-hmm. had fresh flowers. Yeah. And it was opulent. Yeah. Now, I believe majority of them are fake. Yes. Isn't that something? But it's I... a, a marked difference. And that could be also, I mean, it's the wind. So no, no, I, but at the same time, before, it was almost like they were individually flower-placed. Mm-hmm. Now it's the planters of, like, marigolds. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. It all changes and things like that. And they can be, and this is, because I do silk, too, which is another thing. People don't, I literally had a really good custo- a customer of mine who I didn't even know she owned this small business that she has until we started working together. And I was like, what? But she was like, you do silk flowers too like for reeds and stuff like that and i was like yeah but my goal i want the inside of that track i want the inside of the track or like at the event center or however like whopping las vegas style pieces whether it be in fresh or silk but i'm like who do you contact for that who do we let, hey, i need the people, owner <laughs> who, hey guys who do we contact please send me or steph a message yeah uh, to help with the decorating of the casino. Mm-hmm. I bet we know people. I'm sure we do and not even realize it. That's right. Because, I mean... Dude, let's get you that contract. I want it. Yeah. I've it's... always wanted that. Because I was like, okay, yeah, like I said, I know it's not Vegas. It's here in Charlestown. But people travel to that. I doubt it's food and beverage, but I'm thinking about centerpieces, right? Yeah. So I assume it has to do with... It might even be under groundskeeping because I know the guy who's in charge of groundskeeping over there and, yeah. you know, keeping every bush a mm-hmm. certain look and all that nonsense. Yeah, but I want to do the inside. Like I said, whether it's at the event center because it's so boring, not gonna, not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but it's so boring over there. And okay. I'm like, it'd be so cool. Like they do like huge like elephant statues in Vegas and do all that stuff. I have the means to get all of that. I just need some place to put it. And I Have you ever tra- considered doing um, Leadership Jefferson? No. No. Do you know about Leadership Jefferson? No. It's sponsored and organized by the Jefferson County Chamber of Commerce. Uh, one day a month for, I think, six or seven months, you learn about a different module. So one might be recreation and tourism. Mm-hmm. One might be local government. Uh, one be federal government. And if you think about federal government, like, what, where are we going? What's the point? Right. Um, federal government is like... Uh, Summit Point and yeah. the training they do out there with the uh, training, yeah. With training. I hear that on my back porch yep. all the time. <laughs> and then um, Customs and Border Patrol is here. Yes. That's a federal government. Um, education was a module. Uh, economic Economy was a module. Mm-hmm. But it's a really, really, really great program. And you meet the industry and business leaders, not only from who's in your group or your class as mm-hmm. it is, but who you meet like the people in charge of education or the uh, local government. It's like police and city council members and, right. and, uh, you and know, you're a part of that. I'm a graduate of it from a few years ago. Yes. Hmm. Well, okay. And then, cause I can see the faces of who to talk to in the mm-hmm. casino for this. I can't remember their names gotcha, because I but met you know. them in, by having that exposure. Mm-hmm. I know that the applications are going in now. And if you'd like me to nominate you, yeah, I'd love to do I'll that. I'll nominate you, and I think you'd be an incredible fit well, as a small business owner. Well, because, see, I also try to do stuff within I'm all about community. Like, oh. I haven't been here that long. You know, I'm not a native of Charlestown at all. I've only been here, well, seven years now. But I like that feeling of what, what I used to have when I worked in Leesburg, like the downtown area and things like that, and all about community and however. Even, like, the littlest things, the flower boxes downtown – I want to do the flower boxes downtown and the windows downtown. I want to do that. Do you I've, know who to talk to for that? I have. Good. But didn't get anywhere. That's fine. So I need I need some more contacts as far as like how to, and it's not about just getting my business out there. It's about a, being a part of the community. Like that's a huge thing for me. Like, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. You know what I mean? And then, oh yeah, Steel Magnolia says that. And it just kind of helps my business, but I literally want to do things for the community. Uh, off the off the uh, podcast afterwards, I'll explain to you the, the level of connections that I've made in that program. I know program. you've got a lot. And, well, <laughs> it's not it's not bragging. It's like it's I know just, it's not. It's so good to know somebody if you have a question about law, if you have a right. question about accounting, if you have a question about 
man, there's a freaking pothole in front of my house. So Who that's do I one call of my goals that you were asking me. That's actually, that should be one of my goals. Yeah. It kind of is. I just didn't know how to word it, but it's literally contacts of who to get a hold of to do certain things and events and things like that. I have a buddy who was in my class who understands drones on a federal government level and oh. regulations and stuff. And I'm interested in drones yeah. and I can pick his brain anytime. So I'll, I'll, get, I'll get you set okay. up for that. But the, um, I think it'd be a really, really great thing. I think it's on Tuesdays, mm -hmm. but you got to make sure you can commit to every date because you yeah. definitely don't want to miss them. And you got to make sure you have the coverage with the gotcha. flower shop. Uh, it's, it's important that when you commit to leadership Jefferson or leadership West Virginia, which mm -hmm. I did two years ago also, right before COVID, yeah. made three years. Um, you got to be fully bought in. You got to really, really, right. you know, so well, that's great. Um, back to the flower shop. I'm looking at my notes here to make sure I miss anything. Oh, how about tipping the driver? I always find that when flowers are delivered to me, mm -hmm. I wonder if I'm supposed to tip the person, but at the same time, I may not have cash or the ability to do so. How, how do you alleviate that as a business owner? So that's something that's kind of, it's always been a thing. I mean, for years and years ago, but I feel like I've now added the option. We'll just go with me compared to what other people's do. Sure. Um, I don't add it on there. It's not an extra charge, anything like that. But I've added the opportunity to say, hey, would you like to add something on there for the driver? Because I don't feel like, you know, Kevin, you're sending flowers to your wife. When she receives the flowers, I don't feel like it's her place that should tip the driver right. because she didn't even know she was getting flowers per se. So I'm like, I don't feel like that should be, it should be from the buyer. So I've now added that on there. I do think you should tip your driver. Absolutely. You should tip your driver. We're doing you a service. Also one that I don't charge delivery for unless it's like out of the town. You know what I mean? Like yeah. out of, so I absolutely think that you should tip your driver. I mean, <laughs> and they go through a lot too. I don't, People don't realize that whether the things we have to drive into the animals that are at people's houses, totally the, it's kind of crazy and sketchy sometimes, but it's fun, whatever, but absolutely tip your driver. But I now have the option to add that on. But a lot of people generally are like, Hey, can I put something on there for the driver? So, and I'm like, absolutely. And <laughs> that's why I said break it down for Bracken's podcast. Yeah. Maybe I'm missing something sometimes. So yeah. you don't ever know what people know or don't know for sure. Yeah. You don't, you don't ever know, but I absolutely think that if you're the one buying the flowers, you should be the one tipping the driver. They're doing a service for you Smart. and it shouldn't be on the person who's receiving them. Great. Um, how about, uh, how much notice do we have to give to get flowers to you quickly? So I just posted this actually not too long ago. I made the comment. I'm actually probably quicker than Amazon prime. Cause that's like the next day at least, or two or three business days for prime, but people still push that button and get it. I can have flowers delivered that same day. The only time that I can't is if usually I have, it's usually funeral services or weddings. You know what I mean? That they take pride over everything. It does not matter to me. Honestly, like, I, I'm sorry, I've got to get this funeral out. They're all times, you know what I mean? So, but generally people call me that morning. I can usually have something out that same day, even to a business, which I usually like to do something before like three o'clock, you know, cause people leave early and things like this. And I, same day, I'm still going to say same day, unless something crazy happens That's amazing. and I'm and, sold and out. It's amazing. And with your growth potential, if you get your systems in place, yeah, you'll probably have to move away from that. Because at some point you're going to hit a volume where you're like, yeah, we can get it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And but, I, yeah. and I'm like, oh, but I usually ask them too. I'm like, Hey, I could still do today. It might be a little bit later, but here's the thing to me too. I'm an early riser and my later is like noon and they're thinking like five o'clock, you know what right. I mean? And I'm like, oh, I've already done like my whole business day today. But I'm like, usually people aren't worried if it's that day usually the next day is generally or people have i have a guy that just texted me before i got here he's like hey i remember i ordered the flowers for the 18th don't forget well because yeah. he's got a lot of stuff going on but he's like you know i'm going to call you and do pay for the order and all this stuff because he ordered and i have a lot of people that do that too and i'm still on the texting people text me mm -hmm. and message me 
24-7. So, I mean, I think, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to ask one more question. It's more of a poke, hopefully, <laughs> to poke you in the right direction. Are you collecting your customer's information? We're not going to talk about that. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the same boat, right? You just and poked me hard because it's either, it's a love-hate thing with that. I am not a techie girl, mm -hmm. Kevin. So I, I have my phone and I know how to work my phone and that is it. I just got a chip reader in my store. Right. Okay. I still handwrite tickets. Sure. I had a computer. I hated it. I felt like it took away from me having actual conversation with my people and so worried about how I'm typing this order in. People love it. Or people are like, oh, well, I called you, and I'm like, I know you did. I know you called me March 13th of 2019. Like, I still have your text. I still have your ticket in a file. Um, but I haven't upgraded to that point yet. I'm still old school when it comes to handwriting tickets and things like that. But people order from me businesses and stuff. They ask me to keep it on file. I keep their information on file if sure. requested. Yeah. But other than that, I'm still old school when it comes to tickets. So, so the reason I bring it up is... If you ever hit a spell where you have a lot of extra roses that didn't go somewhere mm -hmm. by accident or by chance, mm -hmm. if you had a way to text many people, mm -hmm. top customers in a category okay. that said, hey, so... we've got 600 extra red roses. If mm -hmm. any of the husbands want to kick something out today or tomorrow, this is a good time. Here's the price. Boom. Or, hey... Mother's Day is six weeks away. Mm -hmm. Order in the next seven days and you get 10% off. Right. Now, I do do that, but not with a texting app. It's all literally on my Facebook. My Facebook, Facebook, Facebook business page is primarily the only thing I use besides the Google, which Google has changed. Mm -hmm. And now I'm figuring out how to work that because you can't message people directly on there like you could before. I don't know. I'm still, like I said, I'm not techie, but... My Facebook page, I post every single day. I just did that last week with the wagon because it's so hot. And I was like, look, I got all these beautiful flowers in, but it's hot. I don't want to keep them in here in the fridge. I have a lot. They're 50% off, like everything in the wagon, the flat, like whatever, you know what I mean? To get people to come out and things like that. So I do promote it that way, but I don't have a system where I can just text people and do that. And that might be something I could talk to you about or however maybe i don't know the i, I mean I, I i need to do it myself yeah you're I working to, I need, on I need, all I need that to collect my own data. yeah but the um the only other thing i'd say is that are, are you on are you on tiktok i just started tiktok so okay, listen good. i was just a follower like spending way too much time at nighttime laughing at these tiktoks Naturally. doing whatever then my brother, okay? My brother is literally, he calls himself the black sheep of the family. Very, he was in the military, but very quiet. Just, you know, mm -hmm. he's kind of like the opposite of me, but the most beautiful person, I just love him. He's on TikTok because he drives a tractor trailer. And I found him on TikTok, because he didn't tell me, of course. And I'm like, dude, you've got like hundreds of thousands of followers. <laughs> And all this stuff on TikTok, I was like, seriously? So he said he's going to come over and like teach me. I made my first like actual flower shop TikTok and I got like 15,000 views. And I was like, seriously? I didn't expect it to be like that. You know what I mean? It's, I'm learning. Well, here's the deal. I like your shop on Facebook. Thanks. I don't see any of your posts ever. Wonder why? It's because it's business like pages, whole... including personal pages, only broadcast to maybe 10% of your friends or followers. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you change that? You don't. You pay. <laughs> you pay. Like to boost it? Yeah, you pay them to boost. I do boost things holiday time. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Like a month before holiday time, I usually boost pages like, or, you know, posts like crazy. What about as people are actually starting to move away from screen time and social media? Um, I'm actually not upset about it. I mean, I mean, how do you prep to communicate? With, well, I guess what I'm saying well, is, how do you communicate with your customers that aren't on social media? That's kind of like a big challenge for me because I don't know the answer to that. Except 
word of mouth. I get a lot of word of mouth referrals, which is good for me because I do have an older generation too because I send pictures. Okay, this for example, I send pictures of every single order I send. I still do that. Even when I have 600 plus orders on holidays, I mm -hmm. still send pictures. But you know, they're, you know, she's calling me from her landline which people don't even usually have those anymore. She doesn't have an email. She doesn't have text messaging. She right. doesn't have any of that stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, I'm sorry. You know, they, you know, they don't have those. So there's no way of getting it to them. And they're fine with that. But basically, I think word of mouth has been the biggest, has been the biggest thing. But I really don't know how I reach those people, except I, this is the first year I did advertise in the newspaper. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. So, um, the spirit of Jefferson, right? My girl, Paula down there. Absolutely love her. She comes and gets flowers for herself once a week, once a month, whatever she's doing. She wanted to try it for, um, I think we did the first one was Valentine's day and then we did it for mother's day. And now I have a weekly one in the obituary section Smart. of the paper and they're fabulous down there. Like they're, yeah, they're really, yeah. So that also helps too for that generation that doesn't read everything online that they actually pick up a newspaper and things like that. So if I can do things like that too, I will. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So what positions are you currently considering hiring for? Um, I'd like to have a second me, which I guess that would be like an assistant, um, designer, manager, however. That's cool. It's really kind of just a person that does what it about, all. What about part-time social media management? I would love to have someone do that. Would love to. Okay. What about a floor sweeper that works only two or three days a week? Yeah. Especially, like I said, seasonal, it's really seasonal. Seasonal only. Yeah. It really is summertime. That's what I was telling you earlier. Summertime is super slow fall through next June. It's like, boom, boom, boom. That's when all the craziness and days. That's not today. seasonal. That's, that's, oh, can I, can I insult you for a second? Oh, it's going to sound like an insult. <laughs> It's only seasonal because you're not prepared for the slow season. No, seasonal as in, I know that sounds like a big chunk of months, I mean, eight yeah. months, but I'm talking, you've got October, November, December, Halloween, Thanksgiving, December, Christmas. Mm -hmm. yep. Then you've got Valentine's Day. Uh -huh. Then you've got, so it's all the seasons have all the major holidays in that time frame. Do you see what I'm saying? It's slower, yes, in the summertime, but what do we have? Fourth of July? No, but what you, no, but we got to get you to a place where I need someone twenty-four. No, what I'm saying <laughs> is your marketing should set up in February, mm -hmm. prepping the minds, the customers, right, to buy flowers in July. And I do that myself, but I'd love to have someone that would be more techie, yeah, and a social media champ. Like, I'm trying to learn about this thing called geofencing. Do you know about that? No, I have I, no idea. I don't idea. know much about it either. But like when I go to Lowe's mm -hmm. and I spend a certain amount of time in the paint aisle, and as a painter, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Right. Somehow Lowe's, the day or two after that, is sending me messages asking me questions if I have questions about the paint I was looking at because their sensors know that my phone was yeah. in a particular aisle. I just, I didn't know what it was called, but I do know about that because literally I'm not a, I, tease chat all the time. I was like, I don't use the Google. Mm -hmm. I'm a dinosaur for my age. Seriously. Okay. I am. I, I just am. That's just how I am. And he's Mr. Internet, right? Yeah. Well, he's like, Google this. Well, I Google this. And then the next day or two, it's all over everything. Facebook ads, yeah, yeah. Instagram at like every, and I'm like, I've never looked at this before in my life. Why is all of a sudden this stuff coming up? And he was talking to me about that, but I didn't know what it was called. It's called geofencing. Wow. Yeah. And, um, in, in, in artificial intelligence, like intuitive monitoring. <laughs> um, but look at any rate, I think we've covered just about everything. Did we miss mm -hmm. anything? No. Okay. Well, so you're so. hiring potentially for floor sweepers and seasonal help, but the season isn't from Thanksgiving <laughs> to Christmas. It's from like, it's Nine basically, months. it's basically the school school year. Yeah. So. Sounds like a good job for a um, a mom with kids who are in school. Absolutely. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Boom. And then a designer. If you have some flower shop or florist experience, I bet you'd love to talk to them. Or just the want to. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you think you compensate uh, at the according levels? Yes. Good. Okay. Very much so. Great. Because you'll, you'll pay for loyalty probably. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then some of your goals is to collect customer data, which would be name, birthday, mm-hmm. address, phone number, and email. Mm-hmm. And if you get yourself into a situation where you have someone who answers the phone for you, or you move contacting you through text messages, but they have to contact you through the website that you don't have, mm-hmm. <laughs> where they would put all that information into a collection before they submit your their question or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would be our goal for next summer. And then maybe like, Kevin, I'd love to do your podcast, but all of a sudden we're not seasonal anymore now. It's all year long. All year long. Yeah. Which is hilarious because I say that so well, like seasonal. Mm-hmm. But I'm, they're like, what are you talking about? I get that all the time. What are you talking about? Right. Because it's literally like three months that is slow of the year. But I don't know. Major things happen in those other times. So, like I said, I've met my goals. I have more. Oh, I know. I know. I, but I'm, I'm rooting for you. And, and rocking just... on. But there is so much more I want to do. Yeah, and as, especially when it comes to this town. As somebody who stays in touch with you as regular as I can. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the goal. I want to see you at a point where you're like, ah, man, we found a way to make July busy. Yeah. Well, I don't think I I don't think I talked about that much. That's what I use the wagon for. But, I mean, that's on the property too, because it's also. I'm in the shop. People are in a hurry. That's never going to change. People are always in a hurry, so they just want to grab and go, and that's where I keep things down there in the in the wagon. That's slick. To sell. So there's flowers down there that are ready. For the summertime slowness, um, flowers down there. There's home decor in there, gifts in there. I have other local businesses that have put oh. their merchandise in there too, like That's local really artists. Cool. Um, I've got a honey person yeah. in there, a painter, like painting, painting. Not. Let's say I'm your painter or yeah. Chad's your painter. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> yeah. Chad. Um, he was just texting me paint advice. I was like, yeah, yeah, use yeah. that paint. You're good. Mm-hmm. Um, and things like that. But yeah, so I've got goals more goals to meet but i'm gonna get there well stephanie hoddle owner of steel magnolias i'm really happy you came back on the podcast i'm really happy for your business success and i look forward to seeing what happens next thank you so much all right today's conversation was brought to you by bracken's painting you can find information about bracken's painting at www.brackenspainting.com for all of your residential and commercial painting needs give bracken This podcast is brought to you by City National Bank in Ransom, West Virginia. I am Melissa Knott and manage both of our Jefferson County locations. Our Charlestown location is located on George Street in Charlestown, and the Ransom location is located in the Potomac Marketplace Shopping Center. City National Bank is a full-service community bank that provides an array of financial services. We offer a range of free checking accounts and savings products for both consumer and business customers. City National Bank offers competitive low rate and low cost lending products for both business and personal needs. Come and talk to me or one of my team members and get products and services that are tailored to fit your schedule and help you to achieve your financial goals. I can be reached at both the Ransom and Charlestown locations. Check out our website at www.bankatsystem.com.